You're listening to the No Labels, No Limits podcast with best-selling author Sarah Box, where you get the inside scoop on the steps action takers and decision makers take to align their purpose to their principles and achieve their goals in business and life. We focus on the mantra, no labels, no limits, no excuses. Each week, you'll hear from remarkable guests who have overcome challenges and obstacles to succeed in the face of adversity. By listening to their stories, you'll get practical tips, tools, and resources you can implement today to bust through your own internalized prisons of worry and doubt. And now, without further ado, please welcome your commanding coach with plenty of chutzpah and heart, Sarah Box. Hey there, this is Sarah, your host, and I want to thank you for joining us on this episode of the No Labels, No Limits podcast, a podcast all about shedding your limiting labels and beliefs so you can lead fulfilling, meaningful, and purposeful lives. So let me start this episode by asking you a question. Actually, I want you, unless you're driving a vehicle at this moment, I want you to just imagine something with me. I want you to think about when you were 29 years old and you are, you're actually have achieved quite a bit in your career at this point. You've got businesses that are working for you. Things are going your way. But today at this moment, you are sitting in your doctor's office. And without a lot of ceremony, your doctor tells you, hey, if you don't address this health crisis, you're going to be dead by 40. 11 years, right? And at 29, that may, 40 may seem like a long ways off. But if any of you have past 40, let's raise our hands who those of us have, it does, it goes quick. But my real question is, would you ignore the warning sign or hear the warning and just kind of go on and hope for the best? Would you promise yourself that, okay, I'll get serious and start working on this just as soon as my work calms down, I lose weight, whatever the wait until is? Or would you actually make the decision to choose you in your life and do what was necessary? Well, this conversation did happen between today's podcast guest and his doctor, and we're going to learn basically how he transformed a crumbling business, flatlining finances, and addressed this serious health crisis to emerge even healthier and more successful today than he's ever been. So let me um, tell you a little bit more about our guest today, Chris Michael Harris. Some folks know him as CMH. He's got a podcast and he is the founder of Startup U. And as I mentioned, the host of Startup U podcast and Startup TV. He's a speaker and a performance coach. Might give you a little hint of um, the direction he chose a few years back. So Chris naturally excels in taking concepts from ideas, stages, getting traction and growth. And he does that in extremely rapid succession. Um, and like I mentioned, prior to getting his wake-up call from his doctor, he'd already founded, bootstrapped, and scaled multiple startup um, seven-figure businesses, both in the on and offline space. And then he had the conversation. So today, in addition to being involved with several exciting endeavors that cross industries, um, he also serves as an entrepreneur in residence for Silicon Valley-based Accelerator Program Founder Institute and is the host, as I mentioned, of the Entrepreneur Hour, a podcast that has trended as high as the top five worldwide in iTunes under the business, health, and education area. 
That's a lot, Chris. So welcome to the show. It's great to finally have you here. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Hey, I like to start by asking all of our guests a similar question, and that is, is there something that you do daily that keeps you motivated in helping the people that you work with to build successful startups? Oh, man, something I do daily. So I'm a a big believer in habits. Um, I think that there's a a huge... we put way too much stock in in things like discipline and willpower, motivation, and what have you. And uh, I think if you if you can build success habits uh, that uh, that will eventually lead to the momentum you desire, which leads to you feeling motivated, which then funnels back into uh, your habits you're trying to build. So I would say for me, uh, it's really focusing on why it is what I do. Right, start with why. I'm a big believer in that, and then defaulting back to my uh, keystone habits, which is borrowed from the book, The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. Big, big believer in that. When I stick to that, when I do my gratitude practice, when I do my meditation, when I do my worship time, when I get the body moving, when I feed myself what I need to be, you know, healthy foods, water, things of that nature, right? Keeping myself hydrated. Uh, those are things that, that tend to have a compounding effect day over day. I always say that you want to be good every day, not great every once in a while. So, those are the things that I really try to do. But I always say, if I can nail my habits, right, if I can just focus and isolate on that area of my life, the rest of it will take care of itself. You listed about six or seven habits mm-hmm. in very, you know, that sounds like they're not, you don't get up and do them all at once. They carry out their daily practices or things that you do that set you up for success. Um, mm. Did you try or start doing those all at one time or did you layer them in? It's constantly evolving, so it's always layered in. Uh, and I'm constantly modifying my schedule. I use the the Full Focus Planner. I highly recommend. This is Michael Hyatt's Full Focus Planner. Um, highly recommend. I'm constantly tweaking. Uh, I think a lot of us, we try to fit inside of someone else's box. Uh, so we'll hear, uh, I was talking about uh, uh, Jocko Willink, you know, former Navy SEAL, and you know, he's got this whole thing about discipline equals freedom and get up at 4.30 in the morning and go to the gym and you know this and that. And the fact of the matter is it doesn't work for everybody. Uh, we have what's called chronotypes, which will basically indicate what is your natural rhythm, right? When do you function best? Some of us are just not morning people. And so I really try to constantly tweak and modify what works best for me. I'm not a morning person. I'm a bear chronotype. And so that means that for me, getting up and getting going in the morning, it takes me a little bit of time. Uh, and so I'm constantly evolving. I'm constantly layering in new things. I'm constantly tweaking things in my schedule. In fact, uh, my recent routine is actually different than what it was before. Some of the the activities are the same. They're consistent, but maybe when I deploy them, when I engage with those things, they will change from time to time. So uh, it, it's a constantly evolving process, right? Progress over perfection. Uh, but to answer your question, yes, it's iterative for sure. Let's go back a little bit more to your um, to your wake up call. You know, it sounds like that was a huge defining moment, or at least it would be for me if a doctor had said mm-hmm. you'll be dead at forty if you don't make some big changes and address an issue. Can you tell us more about what led to that conversation and um, how you addressed? Sure. How you addressed the condition? Sure. It's a very dynamic story. So I'll be as short as I can as far as getting to like that conversation, right? Excuse me, of how we got to that really, oh my gosh, this is not a good crisis situation here. Um, Grow up you know, eating the, the what's called the, the standard American diet. It's, it's abbreviated as SAD um, for a reason. I also call it the stupid American diet. 
and so eating a lot of fast food. My father actually worked in the QSR industry, so he sold menu board solutions to fast food restaurants. So I was constantly exposed to that, eating whatever. And you're young, your metabolism's great, so you just eat whatever you want. Uh, antibiotic usage. Uh, in fact, I actually didn't breastfeed for more than a week. That has a big, big aspect as far as building your healthy, what's called your microbiome, building the healthy bacteria inside of your gut. In fact, people don't know this, uh, there's more nerve endings in your in your gut than there are in your spinal column. It's literally the second brain of the body. I didn't know that. We didn't know that until uh, until recently, uh, you know, within, well, not mainstream anyways. It's becoming a lot more popularized now. So then I go off and you know, I'm growing up and this and that, I'm still continuing to live that, that, you know, American lifestyle, get to college and you're doing your typical drinking, probably more than you should. And then you start a business. Now you're just eating whatever you can. I'm drinking monster energy drinks, you know, and that's my diet was very poor. Uh, I have, I have uh, a hereditary um, kind of lineage of digestive issues. And so it was this whole like perfect storm of things that led to the thing, right? Uh, but I would say for sure that starting a business and running the way that I was running, working 18 to 20 hour days, not refueling myself, high, high stress, stress tends to, stress tends to manifest in the gut, really kind of created the, 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 put, I guess the final straw that broke the camel's back. So get to that point. At this point, I'm running. Uh, I'm kind of skipping a lot of steps here so we can go back and analyze whatever you like to here. Uh, but my first business started from a college apartment. Within 36 months, we grew to a multi-million dollar company. So this was shortly thereafter I had this conversation with this doctor. Now I'm running a multimillionaire company and I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm in my mid twenties. I've never done this before. So I'm highly stressed. I'm doing the best that I can. I'm, I'm do, I'm juggling 5,000 balls and it's still not enough, right? All of the things that we do when we're running a business and we feel like we have no other choice but to keep down this path that we've chosen for ourselves. And a lot of people are like, well, that sounds great. I'd love that kind of growth. And sure. Growth is fun, but also it comes with a lot, right? Growth can be really, really overwhelming and really stressful. And specifically when we talk about growth, um, we've, we only consider the sales metric, right? But company growth systems and processes and putting resources in your, in your, in your way to help you out and stuff like that is totally different than just selling, and making more sales, right? So, so bottom line is, is that I was extremely, extremely, uh, my bandwidth was very stretched. So I had gotten to the point where um, energy started to dwindle. Uh, I was, you know, taking caffeine pills and just trying to get through the day. Um, and, and quickly found myself, my wife had been nudging me for a while. She's my girlfriend, then became my wife later on as these things tend to evolve, hopefully. And she said, Chris, like, there's something wrong with you. I was starting to see some, some real issues pop up. You know, I had issues before, but they were starting to get, we knew that there was a health issue there, but it started to get to the point where we couldn't ignore it anymore. Uh, so finally, uh, by May, I guess of 2016, yeah, um, got that nat, got, finally, I, you know, just kind of give people a little TMI, but a little bit of details here. Um, I couldn't have, I wasn't having, but like one or two movements for like that entire month, unless I would take like heavy cleansers. So like things were shutting down. That has a massive, massive uh, chain reaction on the rest of your body because you're not absorbing nutrients the way you're supposed to. So you're going to see deficiencies across the board. You're going to see your thyroid shutting down. You're going to see your adrenals shutting down. You're going to see your hormones out of whack. I mean, just uh, not to mention the toxic buildup, right? Because you're not going through the natural process. So finally ran $2,000 worth of labs. And that's when the doctor came back and said, here's your chart. <laughs> and it lit up like Christmas lights with all the red areas, meaning deficient areas. Uh, and he said, in 35 years of practice, I've not seen somebody in this kind of shape with gut health wise and, and or otherwise. 
um, for your age, not, not anybody specifically, but for your age in 35 years of practice, I haven't seen somebody in this kind of condition. And if you keep running at this pace, like you said, 40 at best 50, you probably won't be here. So that's back to the drawing board. Now, meanwhile, you know, I built my company and this is what I teach people how to do this now because we talk about a business as though it's sacrificial. It's like, I can choose my health or I can choose success. And that is fundamentally just completely wrong. Although I bought into that. If I don't work 20 hours a day, my business won't be successful, right? And 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 there's a way you can do both where it doesn't have to be sacrificial. And that's what I've had to learn now as a result of this experience. And so I literally spent the next four years rebuilding my health, chosen I go the pharmaceutical route. I said, I want to address this naturally. My father had Crohn's, has Crohn's. And I've, I've watched him with the pharmaceuticals his whole life. I'm, I'm 29 years old. I'm not trying to be um, putting a Band-Aid over a real problem for the rest of my life. That's crazy, right? I don't want steroids and all this crazy stuff, right? So I chose to go naturally. It took four years to recover. And I lear- had to relearn not only what does the foundation of my health look like, but then going forward, how am I going to build businesses to where I don't find myself in this situation again? And the crazy thing is, Sarah, is that as I, I, you know, analyzed and talked to other people and did my podcast and started coaching and doing all these things with these programs I'm involved with and mentorship, we start, I started to see this is a, this is a, a true epidemic. Not, I'm not dismissing the one we're in right now, the pandemic, but this is a real, real, real problem wherein only two out of 10 guts they're testing now, meaning, you know, looking to see the healthy species and diversity of the microbiome. Uh, they're only finding that two are deemed to be healthy out of 10. Now, we all know those normal ranges, acceptable ranges, and not optimal ranges. So it's a huge problem that many of us are experiencing, and it's causing a lot of other issues, not just purely gut-related, but a lot of other health conditions. And more specifically, when you throw business ownership on top of these health issues, you see that same cataclysmic effect that I experienced. What was interesting, as you were describing that, there were indications, you know, Mm -hmm. and other manifestations that come out from, from poor gut health. I was amazed to learn that. I'm wondering if you could talk about some of the other manifestations that happen. Yeah. Um, because they're, they're significant. Yeah. Yeah. You'll see. Uh, so starting out, let's go way back. Right. So a lot of a lot of kids, what they're finding is they have like serious mood swings, irritability, anger, these outbursts. Right. So they're finding that is a very, very common. And there's a there's a so there's this nerve. And I'm not a doctor. Right. But this is just I'm, I'm you know, kind of translating or, or, or speaking in lay terms in terms of what I've learned from the people that I work with. I spend an ungodly amount of money on this stuff now, but I'm trying to communicate this to the best of my ability. Um, so there's what's called the vagus nerve. And that nerve, it runs from your gut to your brain. It communicates in ways uh, that it tells the brain like what's going on. It actually produces, most of your neurotransmitters actually produce in the gut, which is completely opposite of what you would think. The problem for me is I was seeing a lot of neurological issues from early, early on. A lot of those mood swings, anger, outbursts, stuff like that. Then it led to a lot of the focus and concentration issues. So I was diagnosed with ADD, put me on those medications at one point, kind of in that range. Uh, asthmatic, that was something else that came up. A lot of inflammation, uh, bloating issues, stuff like that. But really, we, we really didn't honestly identify it as the gut until much, much later on. It was primarily the neurological disruption stuff. When it got real bad, right, when that continued to to uh, continue, I was on multi multiple antidepressants plus ADD medication. When that continued to get worse, what I started to notice then was um, the the energy issues, right? The, the, the really serious fatigue where I just could not stay awake. And no matter how much sleep you get, which is a huge issue people are citing now is chronic fatigue, right? They're waking up and they could sleep 
400 hours and they're still exhausted. And it's, it's just like, I was, I describe it as like zombie mode, right? You just, there's, there's just no fuel in the tank, right? You just kind of feel like you've just been revved down to about 10% at best. No matter what you do, you can't get above that 10%. Uh, huge, huge issue. And these are all things that will manifest, like you said, prior to any kind of gut disruption. You might not have any serious issues or ones that you're aware of, right? Your movements might be normal. You might be totally regular. You might have some issues with like, you know, maybe some, you know, occasional constipation and diarrhea, things of that nature, but nothing out of the realm of like, I, you know, like where I was, where it gets, becomes that, that bad. There's also an acceptance of suboptimal health. Right. We've lowered the bar so much when it comes to normalcy. Right. So, for example, and this is a this is a, a sign that there could be something going on too, not necessarily gut related, but likely gut related in some capacity. Uh, the, the two to five lull where you're just, oh, my God, I need coffee to get through the day like that. If you're yawning or you're tired in the afternoon and you need the coffee and the caffeine to get you up in the morning, too, and it's like you're barely kind of getting up. And then beyond that, you're really crashing pretty hard in the afternoons. That's a really serious sign. There's a long drawn explanation for why that is the case. What the, for the way it was for me is you have chronic gut issues, right? Leading to inflammation. That inflammation is countered by your adrenals because that produces uh, basically cortisol. Cortisol is an anti-inflammatory, naturally anti-inflammatory. Once you exceed that capacity for what you can produce in a day, right? You need more of it. So in the meantime, you're crashing. Right. So you got the neurological stuff. You might start feeling like brain foggy, really fatigued, low energy. You're just kind of dragging through life all the time. And I think the challenging part and, and why I've put this above all else now is imagine trying to run a business that way. Right. Like it's hard enough to get through a nine to five and get home. And by the end of the day, you're just so exhausted. You may have responsibilities. You may have kids and other things. And likely you do. And so it's difficult to kind of get through. And now you're talking about trying to build a business on the side and or running a business full time that requires you to be at 100 percent. And and you can see how it can spiral out of control very, very quickly. So what were some of the changes that you made, Chris? I mean, you talk about peak performance and how that helps you stay on top and lead a healthy and happy life. But what does that mean? What did you do? Yeah, so that's it's a. It's a, it's an, I, I have to be careful when I tell people exactly the things that I do, because you have to keep in mind, this has been, this has been what I've dedicated a large part of my life to for the past four or five years. Right. So Getting, I don't want this to is not a prescription. Right. And it's not, not a prescription, no, it's, but it is, a, but it is what your experience was. Right. Correct. And my bet is there's probably folks who may be experiencing something similar correct. and at least it would help them have a conversation with a medical provider or yeah. someone and say, okay, what about this? And are these options? That's correct. Uh, so I'm a firm believer in start with the gut. And the reason being is not just because I experienced that, but because if you think about it, right, everything kind of manifests and starts from there. So if you eat the right foods and you're absorbing nutrients the way you should, theoretically speaking, a lot of things should be resolved on their own. That doesn't mean there's certain things that won't be. There are certain issues that fall outside of that. But generally speaking, address the gut, address everything else, right? So I'm a big believer in test, not guess. So a problem is, is that a lot of the advice that I give or people watch YouTube videos and they say, oh yeah, just take ginger root. Well, that might be great and that surely surely might help you, but that's also guessing. So I spent a lot of time guessing, just watching videos. Next thing you know, I'm taking 55 supplements. So <laughs> I'm not a fan of that because I like data. I run my business with data. I run my life with data. I run my health with data. 
I wear devices all over my body. I'm measuring stuff all the time. And to start with that, I, I do labs. So I do labs at least now. I would recommend once a year. I do twice a year. There's two different labs that I would start with. The first, maybe you've seen this before, is called Thrive, T-H-R-Y-V-E. I'm about to actually run one of those uh, just to kind of, because they're kind of new and popped up on my radar. Uh, but the precursor to that or kind of the, the, the one that came before them um, is called Viome. So V like Victor, I-O-M-E. Uh, I would recommend running one of those. And the reason why I, I recommend Viome, potentially also Thrive, right? Because I'm glad that there's more than one of them out there in the market now, is you're going to get like a 110 page report. So they send you this kit, you do your thing, you put it, you send it back. We'll go into more detail than that. Uh, and what they'll do is they're going to tell you how healthy your gut is. They're also going to tell you how it's functioning overall. You know, what's going on with your butyrate? What's going on with uh, your good versus your commensal or your dysbiotic bacteria? It's going to give you all those things. And then more importantly, on the flip side of that, it's going to give you an actual diet plan. It's going to say, here's your superfoods. Here are the things that based off of your actual ecosystem in your gut, here are the things you should be eating. Here are the things you should eat occasionally, right? Not all the time because you're having some sensitivity issues to them. And then here are the things that you really need to avoid. Now, the problem is, is that a lot of people don't realize that there's a lot of healthy things that will populate on that list because we're all different. And for that for that season of your life, you may have developed a sensitivity. When the immune system gets throttled down because we've been carrying some issues for a while, what can end up happening, and this has a lot to do with the fact that this is a really long drawn out thing here. I'll be as concise as I can, uh, but we're not hunter gatherers anymore. We don't go out and you know, look for our food. Our food is right there at the grocery store. So we typically eat the same foods all the time, right? We eat blueberries all year round. Well, ancestrally speaking, that wasn't possible. So we would cycle on and off things. The problem is we don't have a lot of diversity in our, in our diet anymore, and that can cause an immune response, an inflammatory response. So this will tell you, you're going to see healthy things pop up. Avocado popped up on mine. Cashews popped up on mine. Things that, for all intents and purposes, are healthy, but for that season of my life is causing an inflammatory response, which is only further promulgating the issue that I had before where I'm producing too much cortisol, which is causing me to be tired. So the reason I like Viome and the reason I like testing, not guessing, is it's going to tell you exactly what you need to be doing for that specific season internally inside of your body. Now, the second layer, if you want to go a step further, and this is something I recommend, but it's a bonus, is to do what's called a male or female comp. So it's a comprehensive test. You can go to any uh, lab. There's actually a place called Any Labs Test Now that I go to here in Austin where I live. But find a lab that doesn't require uh, a doctor's note, right, for you to go in and have it done. A lot of them will just run whatever tests you want. They have hundreds and hundreds of tests you can run. It's going to cost you like 200 bucks. It'll give you all of your blood measure measurements, some that I like a little bit more detailed than others. But overall speaking, where are you deficient? What are things you should be doing? Because you may be tired because you have a vitamin D deficiency, of which many others do. In fact, magnesium and vitamin D are the top two. And guess what? With this whole COVID thing, Eight out of 10 people being hospitalized had, guess what? A vitamin D deficiency, right? Huge thing. And if you're vitamin D deficient, your energy is going to be depleted. So you may be drinking more coffee. And the problem is you're vitamin D deficient, right? As a, as a just general example. So I like to know those two measurements as a bare minimum, what's going on. The, the, the last pro tip that I give, this is like the bare minimum, you know, barrier to entry here is this, this device I'm wearing and those can, that you're not, you can hear me, you're not watching, but I'm wearing a device on my wrist called the Garmin Vivo Smart 4, okay? It's $100, you can get it on Amazon. What this thing does is fantastic. It measures a lot of different things, heart rate, basic stuff, right? Nothing like a Fitbit or Apple Watch couldn't do. But it also measures what's called HRV, okay? HRV stands for heart rate variability. If you're a business owner, this is gonna be huge for you. 
heart rate variability is effectively the most sophisticated level or the most sophisticated metric we have to measure stress on the body. Okay. What that's going to be able to help you do is in real time, if I'm getting too stressed out, this thing will start banging on my and buzzing me on my wrist is to say, take a breather, get up, go stretch, walk around. So it's nudging me all the time. It's like basically having um, a dashboard, right? When you drive your car, you're, you're able to see, you know, you're okay. Well, I have, you know, my car, my engine's overheating or I'm getting low on gas or whatever. So I like having this in real time. It's like my governor and it gives me what's what they call body battery, which is kind of uh, the formula of HRV and some other factors and what have you. It tells me how much I recovered the night before. So out of a scale of one to 100, oh, you're at 100, right? It's no different than charging your cell phone. So I know at any given time where I am, but I also have a plan of addressing what's wrong with my gut, eating a diet that's consistent with that, knowing where I'm deficient so I can supplement accordingly. And then on top of that, for continued maintenance, wearing a device that allows me to make sure that I'm not consistently driving myself into the ground, right? Imagine driving around without looking at your gauges on your car. It's a matter of time before you're broken down on the side of the road, right? Because you're not actively monitoring things. If you're going to push to do big things in the world, you have to counterbalance that. You have to be able to prepare yourself and be ready for that. You can't drive your car 140 miles an hour and not be watching very consistently, right? Look at NASCAR. They pull over the pit stop because these guys are sophisticated. They know how to make that car finish that race. We don't do that as entrepreneurs. We just assume that we're going to be ready to rock and roll. We're just going to wake up and keep on going. We'll eventually hit that brick wall, right? And so this is, those three things are going to really help you make sure you're addressing your problems, but you're also maintaining yourself so you continue to go forward. Again, be good every once, be good every day, not great every once in a while. Thank you for going into detail on that, Chris, because I do think that's super helpful. Um, for a number of reasons. And I wanted to point out to folks listening, if you missed it when we brought it up before, this was a four-year journey for Chris. So he didn't just make all these changes and flip the switch. Here he is, energetic today. He's got mm-hmm. everything going. He worked at this. And um, and I know when we're frustrated or feeling like we're stuck somewhere, we want to feel different immediately because, yeah. frankly, it's not comfortable where we are. No. But um it, you got to be in for the long haul. Yeah, that's correct. It was a very dark and arduous journey that had more downs than ups, I, I can assure you. It was yeah. very challenging. I want to thank you, Chris, so much for being a guest on the No Labels, No Limits podcast. I knew when I read about you and some of your backstory, I just thought, oh, this is going to be a great interview. And you mm. have offered so much wisdom, so much insight, and just showing up as you and I appreciate it. And I know our guests will too. Thank you. Uh, I do have a quick ask for your audience. If you don't mind, it takes me 20 Please seconds. Do. Okay. All right, guys. So you don't see what else entails with Sarah running what she does, the editing and the man, you know, the time commitment, the financial commitment, what have you running a podcast. I do it myself. You see the tip of the iceberg. If that, <laughs> right. So if you would do me a quick favor, it's going to take you literally 27 seconds. I promise you, All right? You can tag me on social media and call me a liar if I'm wrong. Whatever podcast app you're on, uh, go there right now and hit subscribe and leave a review. And you don't have to say anything long. You can just say, great chat. Love the show. That's all you have to say. The reason being is because those podcast apps, that's what they look for. That's how somebody like Sarah, somebody like myself, that's how our show continues to grow our audience and reach more people. It's the most important thing you can do and that she can get to help her continue to grow her audience. So I'd be super grateful if you do that. It's like leaving a tip for your waiter or your waitress as a thank you for providing value for your life. Wow. Thank you so much. That's super. And the better thing than a tip is there's no taxes. So there's no taxes. It's hundred percent free. It is hundred percent free. 27 seconds. That's it. See, there are three, there are free things in life. There are. And uh-huh. yeah, there are. <laughs>
We'll leave it at that. Okay, Chris, thanks so much. And super, um, super talking to you today. I wish you all the best going forward. Thank you. Likewise. Hey there, hey there, hey there. Before you sign off from the podcast, I want to invite you back to next week where we will continue this conversation with Chris. We are going to finish learning from Chris how he transitioned all of his health changes into the new business and how he dealt with managing his hierarchy of needs and then going and growing a successful business that met and continues to meet his new definitions of success. So join us next week. We'll have a great wrap up to this interview with Chris Michael Harris. You've been listening to the No Labels, No Limits podcast with best-selling author, change agent, and strategic vision coach, Sarah Box. You can grab the show notes and find out how to work with Sarah at sarahbox.com forward slash no labels, no limits podcast. We'd love this podcast to reach as many people as possible. So please remember to rate, leave a five-star review and share the podcast with someone you think would get value from this conversation. Until next time, keep taking those daily action steps to align your purpose to your principles and achieve your goals in business and life.